Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information. Fresh on, uh, fresh from the, uh, you know, on the heels of the uh, Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show, uh, Mike the Mariner was there, we had a live report from him, Captain Rusty gave us a report as well. Uh, Barry and I uh, kind of anchored the ship here back at uh, the studio, but uh, Captain Patrick was on site, I think, or at least leading up to the event, but was slammed, and uh, we haven't uh, got his thoughts on the big event yet. So uh, he's with us today, and Patrick, let's go right to you. What do you think? How did it go overall from from your bird's eye view of the of FLIBS this year? I hate boat shows. Okay, well, that's one <laughs> perspective. Yeah, I did <laughs> offer to help him if he needed help. Barry, there when when we show up and listen it's it's not anything that there's a lot of stuff going on and uh-huh. the boat show organizers do a great job but there's so many pieces and parts to getting things set up and we have a specific setup for our booth right and the boat show people arrive with the wrong size tent Oh, oh, of course. No. Now, everything yeah. that we have is based off of the tent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is based off the dimensions of the tent that we ordered, that you have to order. You <laughs> right. can't bring your own. They well, I'm assuming the uh, tent was smaller than what you were expecting. Is that it a fair? It would not have been bigger. Yeah. Because it was bigger, bigger probably it would have been, been better. Yeah. Yeah. But it was smaller, so, so what, would they do a switch out, or did you have to make adjustments oh no, on no, the fly, or hey, no? Hey, you want the tent, or you don't want the tent? What do you want? We got What do you want to do, guy? You right. want the tent? Uh-huh. We'll give you the tent. You don't want the tent? we we'll give it to the next guy. What, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. You get a discount. They got Teamsters from Jersey uh, working the Fort Lauderdale International <laughs> Boat Show. Right now. Yeah, it sounds like you, it. You bet <laughs> your ass they do. Yeah. Okay. So guess, uh, who's, guess whose father was the president of a Teamster local? Thank you very much. I know how to talk to talk. Okay. No, wasn't moving these guys. I was like, I got your ten righty. <laughs> no, no, you don't ever do that. Oh, you don't ever okay. Do that. Well, I wasn't there. So there, there, there was a, there was a lot of modification yeah. ramifications, right? Uh, so it just made it, your it, life hell. Uh, getting ready for the boat show. There, there were so many that. trips back and forth between Lauderdale and Orlando. Yeah. Um, How many boats did you have there? My, I don't even remember. I, yeah, I, it's all blur I, at this point. I think, I think we had. Okay, uh, Patrick, don't talk into your hand. We can't understand a word you're saying. Well, my hand understands me, Greg. <laughs> yes, I know. He has his, he has his hands, you know, his face in his hands, and it's he, making he was difficult to understand. Look, yeah. I, I texted him every couple of days. I said, are you okay? And he came back with these one-word answers, and I go, hmm, that doesn't sound very good. Hmm, okay. so, it's just, it's, it's a huge, huge... Boat shows in general, when you're moving in, like when we get we get ready for MIBS, you know, just a couple of months, uh, you know, it's a huge undertaking. It's hard enough going into, you know, a a 
uh, a, a convention center, you know, right. something that's got a roof and, you know, it's yeah. a fixed and, you know, you got you, everything is, a, is much, much different. This the what compounds it is it's on the water. You've got specific move in times. You got to get your trucks in there. You got to have them offloaded stuff down on the dock. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, not necessarily said just getting it down there and doing it in a way that you can the stuff that you need first is getting offloaded last. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's and then when you have these hiccups, like <laughs> we got the wrong size tent. Um, it, you, you just got it. You got to deal with it. You got to flow and, and just make it happen. So right. yeah, it, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the logistics are very difficult for someone like Patrick who has to move in all these boats and help yeah. set up the booth and that kind of thing. But I will say Patrick, and I don't know if you got to go enjoy the show once everything was there, but I heard that it was uh, quite enough, you know, an amazing event, uh, despite the headaches that you had uh getting set up is it did no, you get to experience any uh of the i, I, the I did not get to, I did fruits not of get your labor the, no i did i did not get the flibs experience okay. of being able to attend as i have in the past uh but um uh, the manufacturer that i work for we uh had record sales yeah um coming out of the show and in our case that was also equated to record number of orders so mm. The, the reason good. why I the reason why I mentioned that is you're going to have other manufacturers, other builders that are going to report record sales, but that doesn't necessarily equate to record orders. It could just be that certain boats sold, and because of their their cost, you know, hey, we did twenty million dollars in sales. Yeah, that's we. Yeah, but we only got four orders. Now that could be <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. that's twenty million dollars. Yeah, but what we need, you know, for the year is X. So even though the reporting some some manufacturers are reporting record sales, uh, that doesn't always equate to orders. In our case, it it, it, it was did. both. Okay, well that's good. And I will say, Captain Rusty said last week that they were doing. You know, it was the the show wasn't over yet, but they were pretty happy with where they were when we checked in with them last Saturday. And his yeah. overall vibe was that uh, uh, you know there was a good crowd. Uh, it may not have been a record crowd. I don't know what the numbers are as far as attendees, but he, he said people were definitely buying boats, uh, and the quality of the crowd seemed pretty good. So I don't know. We'll have to see what the numbers are. The weather was perfect from what I could tell, too. So that probably Unless you were setting helped. up the show or breaking well, it down. Right. Now, and I did say that last week. Was it difficult <laughs> moving the boats in for you just because the it was a little windy during load-in time, too? Or did that, oh, was no, that not was, a factor? Oh, no. It was a piece of cake. Okay, so that wasn't an issue for you at all, or was no, it? No, no, no. Okay, well, I'm asking you seriously. You sound sarcastic. It's <laughs> usual. How can but, you tell the difference? Well, because every, you know, there were some people that said that wind wasn't an issue. So I thought the weather was a little bit of an issue. No, it was let me nice. tell you something. The Wait. manufacturer that I work for, the boats we build, the propulsion systems we use, the options that you can get to help with docking, not a problem, even in those conditions. Okay. All right. But did you and see anybody else having any issues, though, with the wind? Every other or no? manufacturer had issues. Okay. That's well, why I'm pointing go. out that the and manufacturer I, I, was... I work for, piece of cake. All right. Best propulsion systems out there. Best hull designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, freeboard, not an issue. Uh, you know, definitely, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the manufacturer I work for, check out yeah. them on the web. The breeze made it difficult for boating, but was great for the attendees because it kept things cool and nice and pleasant for all the people that went to the boat show last week. Barry, what do you think? 
What do you? Well, think? What I was going to say, if you remember last week, uh, Rusty, I believe, said that a lot of the boats are set up there three and four weeks ago. Right. They had already the started ones. setting them up. The bigger sure. ones were already set, so they didn't have to deal with that. Win was only during that boat show week when the show had started. So, right. And I'm sure Captain Patrick had most of those ready to rock and roll. So, well, is that yeah, well, that, because where where we are, we're first in. Yeah. So, and then they build the show out from there. So, off off of H Dock, where we're, we were located. Right. So, so how how early were you uh, uh, set up then? Well, like, was it a week, a full week before? No, boat, boat, boats get moved in, and then they build the show, and then you go down, and you're about a week and a half before the show opens up, where you're going down and getting on site, and basically in the holding area, waiting to get called in, mm-hmm. and then it's go time. Gotcha. All right. So, if you're going that far in advance, the wind wasn't a factor, then was it, or was it? Kind of it's never a factor for the manufacturer I work for. Weren't you listening? Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Listen, Greg. Listen. <laughs> All right. Every every other manufacturer, from what I understand, whether windy, not windy, sunny, icy, whatever it was, had problems. Not oh, us. Okay. So they just have problems, and it's not necessarily wind. It's uh, the fact that they're the other manufacturer. <laughs> the, 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 big, the, biggest, the biggest thing that you know everybody stresses in you know getting the boats moved into the to this particular show is don't damage the boat. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, because once, once at that point, it's not like you're getting to be able to take it back out of the water. Right. But then the attendees get a deal on all these scratch and dents. So, it, you know, it could work to your advantage. <laughs> we got more coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the world of boating radio network. Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags! Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i'm really excited to uh, check out these beautiful waters with you in a really cool way all right see that boat over there yeah I think we're going to right? sail on it today. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. This is the world of boating. Greg, first mate, Captain Patrick, yeah. Barry the boater, Mike the mariner. I don't know. We need to go out on a boat for a fantasy date with all these uh, these crew members. And uh, I, I bet we get better ratings than The Bachelor. Or, You're the uh, only one that watches that show. Right, Barry, come on. Let's you be, know that. Be honest I mean, now. I know you're watching, what is it, The Old Bachelor or The yeah, Golden Bachelor? I know you're on Team Rachel. I know <laughs> yeah, you are. Right. The viewer. And uh, he's part of <laughs> Bachelor viewer. Nation and the whole thing. Absolutely not. I and do not. My only Sorry. thing is uh, more boating. They need to get more boating fantasy dates on that show and uh, represent accordingly. Make us look good as boaters. Uh, but that's uh, just my two cents. All right. Uh, look, by the way, uh, if you're thinking about it, you get an extra, uh, don't you get an extra uh, hour to drink up and have fun tonight? We fall back on the time clock. Is that right, Barry? Well, you could fall, fall over, down. too. Fall, fall you're over. Tricking. Fall yeah. back, fall over. <laughs> fall there back, fall over. Just have a pillow. Yeah. We have to go backwards one hour tonight, so that means... Uh, I wish we'd get over with that. I hate the, the change. I, I know, hate, because... I, know, I thought they were going to stop this nonsense. Well, they passed the law in Florida, but Congress has to pass it, and for some reason, they can't even agree. All of them agree on just passing this thing already to allow states to do this. I hmm. don't understand why. Yeah. It's a game wait, they play. Wait. You don't understand why Congress can't get anything done? Interesting. This is so simple, though. Yeah. <laughs> it really on. is. All right. Well, uh, right. in the first block, we, we uh, definitely covered the fact that Captain Patrick was annoyed as all get out as usual. <laughs> For he the was Fort Lauderdale setup. Yeah, and I get it. I totally get it. Uh, you know, but the event went off uh, quite well. Flibs, Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show, did seem to do pretty well. And that, yeah, that's your, good. Your voice, your voice oozes with sympathy. I appreciate that. <laughs> for the attendees of the boat show? I just said they no, had a great me. show. We are so sorry. Well, that's Patrick. your job, Patrick. So- Come on. No, I mean- no, 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 no. You're not that, your job. Oh, the, the text he's been sending me the last two weeks. What'd you do? Did you quit? You don't need to show anymore? <laughs> no. You have I a contract. He, did, he didn't understand. <laughs> I mean, now, if Greg had gone down there and the, the carpet was not to his liking, um, what do they call it? If it's not a Karen, what's the guy called? Uh, a Karen. A Ken? I don't a know Ken? what you're talking about. Karen or yeah. hey, What's wrong with the carpet of the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show? I, I don't know. Isn't that All your, I know um, is the tents are too small. The tents uh, are too small and the carpet isn't thick enough for your toes. No, that is incorrect, sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's um, too small, but at least the boats were big. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So, Mike, you, you attended the show, correct? Yes, sir. So if there was one thing, one thing, and I know this is asking a lot because you have to dig back in your memory. If there was one thing that you saw that you were like, man, I am glad I made the trip all the way down here to Fort Lauderdale to, to come to the show. What would that have been? 
Well, you know, the, well, just being there w- was fantastic. Soak up the energy, no, no, right? I mean, every, yeah. every year there's, there's all these new things that, that, that crop up and things that I'm thinking about for my boat. Um, the weird thing was it's so simple. Uh, there's a company that makes uh, hatches and, and hardware that it, for your for your uh, hatches, the uh, the piston rams and things like that mm-hmm. that I could add to this boat to make it much more accessible, right? And much so easier. So it inspired to, to, you for some new upgrades yeah. uh, for your vessel. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I got, I got some good ideas for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really blown away by the the new outboard propulsion systems. The the uh, 600 horsepower V12s and the size of them, yeah. and you know, you see these <laughs> these uh, 40 foot outboard or 40 foot center console boats with six outboards on them. Well, now you can go back down to two engines again and get the same horsepower, mm. and, or, and probably or gain you efficiency can, or you because can you don't big, have as much hardware in the world. Well, or yeah, but they won't look at as impressive. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, have you seen the size of those? Outboards? Well, the size matters, it's, right? Of course, the size matters. It's yeah. unbelievable how big they are. But no, my point is, um, you can go back down to fewer engines and have less hardware in the water instead of four or five props in the water. You've got two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you're certainly going to get some hydrodynamic efficiencies out of that. Plus yeah. you're getting the same horsepower out of, out of two versus four. Right. You know, so. So I just there there were some pretty impressive uh, technology, yeah. well, and I think that's a universal uh, uh, feeling that a lot of attendees you know come away with at the boat shows or in any event like that because it inspires you to learn more about what you're you know participating in the activity of boating and just being around fellow boaters and enthusiasts that mm-hmm. that want to do that. There's a lot to be said for that, Patrick. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Let, let me ask you something. So. And I asked this of of Mike and Barry because Greg won't have an idea of what it is that I'm talking about. Mm. No, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> shot intended. There, Greg. No, of course he's not. Listening, he can but, hear you. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's he's when, got headphones on. He can hear you. When I say scout boats, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What's that? Scout uh, boats, quality uh, center console fishing vessels. Yeah. Well, I think so. Scout to me is uh, they're, they're center console fishing mm-hmm. configured, but they're really just more of a high end, you know, yeah. center console cruising boat with fishing capability, right? Luxury performance, but great, great fit and finish. You know, very mm-hmm. very high quality. Have product. a great so reputation. If, yeah, they've been around you, forever. If you saw what they were, what they're, what's coming in twenty twenty four, and talking about, you know, you were talking about the Verado. I imagine the V twelves. Yeah. There that you were that you were referencing. So when when we talk about Scout and in this particular, because this this boat really impressed me, is they've got the six seventy LXS. So this okay. is a center console, sixty seven footer, five outboards, but you're going to need them. But yeah, now now we're going into look at the size. I mean, now a- HBC did this. You know, already they had they had their large center console you know a few years ago but now you've got a brand scout that's kind of primarily known for you know bay boats center consoles kind of but they've made this huge leap to the 67 wow and it's more a yacht it's not a fishing boat <laughs> so so are they trying to compete with like hcb the, the you know the hydrosports customs 
I, I, I don't think, I don't think they're really in competition there. I think they've got their name is established. And, you know, if you have brand loyalty, you know, and people yeah. are moving up and that's what manufacturers like scout, like the manufacturer I work for ha- have worked on to, you know, to where, okay, yeah, we're primarily known for this. And yeah, Mike, you hit on it, luxury performance, you know, kind of on that higher end. And could we fish off of it? Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, what, what, what a great, looking from aesthetic lines except for those stupid hull windows which i hate doesn't matter the manufacturer the bow sweep on this thing i mean definitely designed to be a dry boat up in the bow um which they've got huge sun pad seating deck cable all that stuff sexy it's got the flap the 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 gunnels on the rear flap down oh you love it when the the rear flaps the, the real cool thing about the Scouts that I like is is they, they have that Carolina look. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that and then some next on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider-webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast welcome aboard i will be your captain you'll be my scallywags i don't know what that means but you will be them and here's how we play thank you for your attention and welcome aboard let's go this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, at least for another few minutes. Um, he, he just texted us some pictures of him and his better half there at the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. And she's standing uh, next to one of those, what, that was an 800 uh, horsepower motor. <laughs> it is. That really gives <laughs> I, a perspective. I wow. Yeah, I think it was 600, but it's, that's the oh, V12 okay. um, Mercury Barada. Yeah. It is really, really impressive. Yeah, I mean it's it's like twice the size of her. That's uh, yeah. impressive. Yeah, and I also love the souvenir you got. The pitchfork was that a pitchfork. Halloween thing or? <laughs> yeah, so you ran into the devil guy. at uh, the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show, or well, there's a guy there that hand makes these uh, these tools, and some of them are gaffs and uh, other tools for boats like that. But this was a, a custom trident, 
it. Yeah. And it was razor sharp. Nothing is fake. Everything he makes is top shelf, handmade, handcrafted. Wow. Yeah. Just absolutely beautiful. I I almost walked out of there with that thing. I, I, I was, I How much was he asking for that? Because I assume it was for sale. $800. $800. It was eight hundred dollars, yeah, and it was worth every penny. I just you could have bought that and used it on Halloween uh, Tuesday yeah. night. Well, yeah. stabbed all the my, neighborhood kids, and you know <laughs> if they the list price. The list price was actually four hundred, but then Mike, you know, mentioned World of Boating Radio Show. To get <laughs> he the guy jacked the price up. Uh, right? Yeah. Was that was yeah, that five hundred bucks or, in your soul? Was it aluminum or stainless steel? No, stainless steel. Wow! Everything he makes, everything he makes is top Beautiful. shelf, mm-hmm. and he makes a version of that. With a knife on the end, and the knife was you know it's funny. They don't watch you with weapons in the in the in that oh, yeah. in that uh, convention center. So how is it that you could walk around with this thing? Mm. So, you know the weird thing is they were all sitting out on tables. You could just walk up and grab it. And yeah, yeah. It and whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a trident. It's not a you know a knife or anything that's going to yeah. hurt anyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a absolutely super razor sharp. Yeah. Okay. But no, there were really cool. There was a lot of artwork uh, at the show that I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, just a lot of, uh, you know, handcrafted tools and things that uh, really, really nice. Just All good right. stuff. Okay. And, and you like that uh, Scout, that 67-foot Scout as well, I guess. Or yeah, did you I see did. It? I saw it. Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm a, I'm a Car- I love Carolina boats. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think that. You know the the Jim Smiths and the you know the all the other Carolina boats that have the broken shear and the and the tumble on. Um, that's just a really great style. It's just a classic throwback that I think uh, just makes a boat look great. All and right. uh, yeah, I'm a big yeah. scout. All right, and that th- sounds good. And this this thing's got modern lines to it. It's it's mm-hmm. it's. Uh, here here here's a question for you guys: Who will? How long before we see the first? Hundred foot center console outboard next Thursday. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go Saturday. 60, 70, yeah. 90, 100. <laughs> uh, probably around mid 2024, maybe. Hmm, you're getting that. Wait, specific, do you think it'll though? be outboard powered or do you think it'll be inboard powered? Well, no, he's I, saying outboard. Question, what first hundred footer with with outboards. with outboards on it i would you say know, mid- inboards are easy you know or or ios or or well ios would even inboards would be tough i mean you'd have to go you'd have to go at least triples um uh, and you're you're doing straight shaft or v drives if you're doing ios trying to squeeze four you know yeah. inboard outboards you well, know what's into the even, biggest one we know of so far i mean that scout isn't the biggest one already is it and there's some that are already uh, center consoles that would be bigger than that, you think? Or is that the biggest you've ever seen, Patrick? I'd have to research because I think I think uh, uh, there may be a couple other that are a little bigger. But, you know, the, the thing, the reason why I mentioned Scout is, you know, just when you, we, again, most people, when they hear that name, they're thinking bay boats. Yeah. You know, kind of your smaller center console, center console fishing and stuff. Boat. Right. And, and, you know, as Mike said, you know they're kind of certainly on that higher end luxury performance part of that. Certainly focusing, you know, on both both aspects uh, from you know the way that their interiors are laid out, the fabrics that are used, things like that. But this particular boat, I mean, I, I'm I just I love the lines. Uh, it's very simple, but yet it really it, it's elegant and it it looks fast just sitting there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. They, well, they, I they, think they, uh, yeah, Captain Patrick's in love. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I'm, I'm in deep like. I mean, right, it, you know, the, right. the aspects that Mike mentioned. You know, certainly again, again that 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 bow sweep. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and here's what they did. They they're they're keeping in mind that this front the bow area where they've got this huge thick sun pad and this bow seating set up. They want the passengers. They want they want the owners and, and their guests to stay dry and yeah not to get washed away <laughs> that that should unless they're in some really real which they shouldn't be sitting up there at that time but during you know what you would call your your typical recreational time would would be well protected and you know not taking green water over the bow mm-hmm. yeah they could test that at the hall over inlet that would be a good place to do that okay well we'll look for that yeah. video soon barry what else I had a question about, about, you know, because we're talking about this technology, 600 horsepower V12 engines. All right. You're getting, are you getting to a point where these engines are so big and powerful? Um, are they, they're trying to squeeze every ounce of horsepower out of it. Is there going to be an issue with the longevity of these engines if you're driving them? Let's say it's just cruising speeds, let alone at max speeds. Well, the, the, the thing I've, I've seen and experienced is the, the higher horsepower motors that were developed, you know, say ten years ago, uh, they didn't pay enough attention to to the gears, you know, to the drivetrain. And some of the higher horsepower Yamahas, for instance, early on had uh, had issues with with the gears um, just because too much torque, right? Too much torque, strip them out. But but, but I think problems. they've learned their lessons, and I think I think um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, I. I think they overbuild these engines now. So 600 horsepower, it's really probably capable of another hundred or two. Um, but you know, they've, they've got it detuned. Um, you know, so I, I think, I think engineering has gotten to the point where they're, they're, they're looking forward, looking ahead at uh, longevity, but time will tell. I mean, there's all sorts of things that can go wrong with a new product, you know, electronics, Barry, um, buy one and let's find out. Yeah. Here, 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 yeah. my boat. Put it on the back of your boat. Yeah, yeah that hundred footer you plan to buy next year. <laughs> oh, uh, here's okay. what happens: is you have manufacturers, so you have engine manufacturers come out with a new product, something like this. Uh, it happened many, many years ago at the advent of IPS with Volvo Penta, and you had manufacturers like screaming for it. Yes, because we can do away with V drives, we can do away with you know all these extra maintenance components and stuff. Gives you the opportunity for joystick control. Let's do it. And then they started dropping these engines and the pod drives in boats, and they it was asking too much from the transmissions. I know on the IPS, that first generation, and they learned their lesson. They, they fixed it. They stood by their product, took care of the ones that were out there, and then continued to improve it. So until you really get it out, you can do all the testing you want off the, the, the west coast of Florida running you know, Mercury, you know, running their boats up, up and down for, you know, duration testing. They're out at Lake X, like they're, they're known for. But until you get it in real world conditions in the hands of consumers that are going to beat the living snot out of it. Yes. Um, Dopes like Barry and me. That, that's where you find out. But I know the way they've marketed that Verado V12 is that huge cowling doesn't get removed for, I don't know, was it the first five years? You know, they have their little access ports for doing your basic uh, fluid checks and changes. 
but you shouldn't ever have to remove that that huge cowling. They put a tremendous warranty behind that thing. And let's not forget, Seven Marine really kind of led the way in this. Wet clutch design, things like that. Unfortunately, they got bought out by Volvo Penta, and Volvo Penta then killed them. Oh, okay. Well, on that positive note, we'll be back in just a bit. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i used to have a boat you did yeah she was pretty damn sweet man i love that boat so why'd you lose it Sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world, Burn. Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew uh, as we attempt to navigate the uh, latest boating news and information. Recap the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. There are a few other highlights I think, Patrick, you wanted to talk about as uh, far as like some innovation award winners at the boat show. Is that what it was or what exactly? Uh, that's exactly what it was, Greg. Okay. Uh, what do we so got? So the Marine Research Hub presented its first innovation and sustainability awards at FLIBS. And I know how you feel about awards. You hate them. Um, you don't believe in them. You think they're useless and everybody gets a trophy type thing. You've said that to me very often, mostly off the air. Um, right. <laughs> so uh, they presented their first uh, their first set of awards, and the reason why I bought this up one because it's kind of cool, uh, especially the the winner, which we'll get to here in just a minute. Uh, by the way, for our listeners, uh, uh, for all these stories, uh, make sure that you check out worldofboating dot com or you know like us on Facebook, World of Boating, and you'll see all these stories. They're, they're they post throughout the week. Uh, and you're going to see some stuff in there that we didn't get to, like this boat almost getting smashed at Shopu. Uh, it's is really intense. If you're not familiar with Shopu, it's not spelled the way that it sounds, but it's a hot sounds surf disgusting. It's it's a it's a hot surf <laughs> spot um, with a with a tremendous left break, and this boat almost got uh, taken over the falls. Checked out. There's also a video of this guy cooking on his sailboat um, during a storm, and he's got his stove is on a uh, swivel, if you will. Yeah. And he's cooking and his stove is gas. And it, so it's, it's flame. It's not electric. And this guy is he, he master class, hmm. um, in doing this. So make sure you check out those videos out. You know, not directing you to watch some stupid stuff. These, these are actually things that are, that are pretty cool. So on this board of ju- the, the panel of judges, uh, there's somebody in here that and the reason why I brought it up is probably somebody you're familiar with, Greg, you may have met him. I uh, certainly know. I know, you know, the name, um, and even if you didn't meet him, you'll probably tell us that you did, but, uh, I'll start at the bottom of the list. So you had Christine battles from advanced Me- mechanical enterprises, Justin Montes from D'Angelo Marine exhaust, Dan Haynes from C3 systems, Eddie Dennison from yacht sales international. And then the one, the only Fabian Cousteau. Aha. Yes. I've met oh. him. Oh, 
He said hi to me once. We're go- close personal friends. Yeah. Oh, you don't even wear a red hat. Get out of here. So I, I, I figured uh, you, you, you. I certainly know you know the name, right. um, and yeah, that you probably had through your uh, uh, the uh, scuba, scuba diving radio, show, that right. other thing that you do. Yes, we've uh, had him on years ago. I think actually I met Fabian when it was a young little buck, uh, very small, very very young at the time. It's been many years since I've talked to him, but. You but yeah, he young. does you a came, lot. You of, came out of the womb looking just like you do right now. Well, yes, but uh, I'm saying him. <laughs> he was young when I uh, okay. first met him years ago. So the the overall winner for the MRH Innovation and Sustainability Award at Flips 2023 was Sunreef Yachts. Okay, um, they're based out of Gdansk, um, Poland. All right, and um, they they basically their their yachts. They unveiled their their 80 footer there, so. They focus on everything from hybrid engine systems for their yachts, uh, renewable energy sources on their yachts. Uh, they look at energy efficiency on their yachts um, and this, using sustainable materials uh, for their yachts. Okay. So, you know, if you uh, if that's something that you're, uh, you know, looking at. You know, so it's they, like uh, Barry's boat being made out of... Uh uh, recycled. No, no. If anything, my boat is no. If anything, my boat is not a good thing for the environment because you get grinded up. It's made out of recycled little, uh, boat cartons. No, uh, but the little pieces cartons. of plastic can, are a forever product. If they if they grind up my boat into dust and leave it out in the ocean, we're going to ingest it yeah, one day. It will. But once again, it's made yeah, out of yeah, the it's recycled. Not recycled. No, it, it wasn't was made out of. It, it was, was made out goo. of. But it's it just, virgin goo. It's yes. the same stuff that they use. To they make can make it problems. out of plastic cups afterwards. Yes, they can. Okay, they well, can melt that. me down that way. Well, okay, look at it that way for sure. No, this this mm. stuff is made out of. Uh, they use other materials besides fiberglass. They use balsite. Uh, they use a type of um, bamboo. Uh, well, no, it's it's a uh, it's a linen uh, like hemp. Uh, and oh. Oh, I so said like hemp. Yeah. Yeah. So like if it burns, you can get high. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love but, boating, man. The nice thing about it is that it's similar to um, oh, I forgot the name of the boat. He's going to beat me up over it. You know the other electric boat that we've talked to the owner the Novalux. about, uh, the Novalux. Yeah, it has the solar panels and the electric motors. But this goes one step further. This is also a sailboat. So if worse comes to worse and you just can't get recharge enough power, you could still sail it to your destination. Hmm. Um, oh, I thought yeah, the well, Novalux you've got, you've got was elect- that too. They though. offer they they offer electric engines. They uh-huh. have hybrid engine options, right? Um, and then, of course, sail capability as well. So, is it know, a this- cat type of design, or is it a monohull, yes. or what? No, it's a cat. Okay, all right. And I think yeah, the, and- the Novalux is, is a cat type. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, too. It, isn't it? It, it this this is what no no shot against Novalux. Very yeah. nice people. Mm-hmm. This is what Novalux should be aiming for. Okay, so they've just taken it a step further, where all the building uh, elements of the vessel itself are. Well, are I'm, I'm talking about just the, the, from from the design, from the fit and finish, the interior. It's um, it, it it appears to be a much More. better product. Okay, like higher end too. I guess it sounds like maybe. Eighty yeah. footer cat sail power, uh, but environmentally uh, sound. Yeah, all I mean the way they're 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 you know taking care to you know where they're sourcing their teak from, or mm-hmm. if there's a 
if there's an alternative synthetic, again, that's environmentally friendly to produce and is made out of recycled materials, they're looking at that. And that's, that's something that certainly helps because, again, fiberglass boat construction is not, by and large, environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, there, there's a lot of uh, harsh... Uh, materials that are used during the construction, and we know what we're talking about. I mean, you have styrene emissions. You have you, you've got your your fiberglass fibers. I mean, the way that they're manufactured, what they're manufactured from, uh, FRP construction uh, as a whole. But mm-hmm. manufacturers are looking to make it better. I know the manufacturer I work for. We look at recycling, recycling, recycling. You know, whatever we can, and whatever's coming into production, can we design it? to where during the construction process, any waste that is created, right. first of all, minimize the waste uh, to begin with, but whatever is created, are we able to you know, recycle it? Yeah. What and, about price and, of this vessel? Do we know? Did they put uh, anything out there that 80-footer? That it, it, it says contact us. Uh, of course. <laughs> so that if you have to contact them, uh, you can't. No, I, I applaud the effort for sure, <laughs> yeah. but that's always the trick. You know, you, you want to uh, figure out a way to do that recycling element or, or sustainable product stuff and still try to keep the price within reason, too, without, you know, quadrupling the price of the vessel. Hopefully they, they've bridged that gap a little bit. Yeah. Well, that usually talk, talk. happens in, in scale of right. manufacturing. It may t- take a little while, yeah. but hopefully right out of the box, maybe they were taking um, that into consideration a little, too. I don't know. We would be remiss if we did not talk about, and it's not the term that Greg uses. I want all of our, because it is not, it was not the queen of the show or whatever <laughs> term. The official term up. that uh, yeah. boat shows around the world use as the biggest boat at the show. No, this this was the best of showboat. Oh, okay. It wasn't the biggest. It was the best. And the name of it was? I'll tell you when we come back. We're not coming no, back. We're out it. of time. Tell us. Oh. <laughs> Big dummy. Come on. It's the Azimuth's 118-foot super yacht. Okay. Well, that oh, was the best a nice yacht. of showboat. It could have been a cliffhanger until next week, Greg. No. <laughs> We're not going to be able to keep them around until that, tune in that long. <laughs> On that disturbing note, remember, it's always better. No, it's uh, whether it's sail or motor. Yep. Life is better as a boater. Stay boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.